ACT wants to spend half a billion dollars building youth detention centres that would be run by the Department of Corrections, if it's in government. The party says young lawbreakers need to be held accountable for their actions and can't be allowed to walk out of a facility without any consequences for escaping. It comes off the back of a relentless spate of ram raids, some involving children as young as 11 years old and stolen cars. The centres ACT is proposing would replace Oranga Tamariki-run facilities and cost $44 million a year to operate. While well, joining us now is party leader David Seymour. Kia ora. Good evening. Can you tell us a little bit about what these would look like and whereabouts they would be? Would they be attached to other prisons and what age group you're thinking of here? Well, 14 to 17 is the youth justice age. I don't imagine that they would be physically connected uh, to youth prisons. I do imagine that they would be relatively small facilities, um, not big 1960s or 70s style institutions. Uh, they would be run by corrections with a mandate, unlike Oranga Tamariki, uh, to say, look, you're, you're here as a punishment, not just as support. You obviously need support. It may, in many instances, uh, be the first time that a lot of these kids have had pretty tough lives get the mental health support, the physical safety, the food and education that they need to go straight. Um, but they're, they're certainly not going to be there uh, as a, a free ride. They're there because if there's no ultimate consequence for youth offenders, uh, then they just breach every other sanction that the state has. And I hear from youth police officers who say, we, we have to take kids to an Oranga Tamariki facility. Uh, there's no security there. They walk out thereby breaching a court order. So it's our job to pick them up and take them back and then they walk out again. And as we're filling out our paperwork at the front door, they're running out the back door. And you can imagine how demoralising that is for, for police. So run by the Department of Corrections, what you're talking about basically is prisons for children, aren't you? Well, you can use that terminology if you like, but I think what's more important is the victimisation that I see when I go and visit well, dairy owners, It, it is example. important to be clear about how you imagine this operating. You would have it run by the Department of Corrections, and they are jailers in essence. So you're talking about a jail for children, aren't you? I think that's circular logic. Uh, I think we're asking corrections to do their job of corrective action. There's a, there's a combination of both a, a punitive purpose but also a rehabilitative purpose in the Purpose Act of the Corrections Act, or sorry, the Purpose Section of the Corrections Act 2004. I, I don't think having a naming war is going to help. Uh, what I think will help is saying to New Zealanders that there are actually consequences for actions, that lower-level sanctions for younger people do work, and the alternative is having no real hard consequences until a kid turns 18 and end up going to adult jail, and, and that is actually cruel. There are already youth justice facilities where um, young people are, in essence, um, locked down. They're not free to come and go as they like. And I'm just wondering what evidence there is that what you are proposing um, leads to less offending and better outcomes in terms of <coughs> rehab. Where is the evidence for that? Well, first of all, just to address a couple of points before answering your question, uh, there certainly are facilities. Uh, they're full. Uh, they, the people, people in the system know that there's nowhere else really to take kids and kids know that so they know nothing uh, can happen to them. Second of all, uh, there are youth aid police officers who tell me 
it's absolutely futile taking them to places uh, that they can otherwise leave. Uh, thirdly, what evidence is there? Well, I just challenge people to ask, answer the question, how can it possibly be the best we can do uh, to have constant tag and release using up police resource, allowing every other sanction to be ignored. Uh, you know, if and, then, and then ultimately saying, you know, having faced no serious consequence to date, you turn 18 and go to adult prison. Uh, that cannot be the best that we can do. In my view, well-designed corrective facilities for youth do, do enable uh, rehabilitation mm. and will end up uh, leaving us with a safer society than we have right now. The evidence seems to suggest otherwise. Department of Corrections figures show that 70% of under 20s uh, are re-imprisoned within 48 months and according to corrections data, more than three times more likely to re-offend than the general prison population. And you'd be well aware of research that Sir Peter Gluckman has done around this and he, he has said we need to get children off the prison pipeline. Um, so the all evidence is to the contrary, it seems, to what you are suggesting. Are you just going to ignore that evidence? Well, first of all, the fact that people uh, who were released from prison re-offend is not surprising given the total lack of commitment to rehabilitation in our current system. And but you want the same time. department to run these facilities. And that is also one of the issues, isn't it? If they're failing to deliver rehabilitation in the current setting... Why do you think that they would do any better in a children, children's prison or a young person's detention facility? I think you're presenting a false choice, Lisa. You're saying the choices are either uh, the corrections uh, department, as we know it, that fails to do good rehabilitation and, yes, has a very high recidivism rate. That, that's not in dispute. Uh, but the false choice you're offering is that the alternative is what we have now, where youth offenders terrorise shopkeepers, terrorise the community, and know that nobody can really do anything to them. If those are our two choices, we might as well give up. The third choice, which ACT proposes, is to actually have consequences for youth offenders and actually work towards rehabilitation that is genuine. That's why, for example, we've said for a long time, uh, if you want to get parole, uh, you must make an effort to learn to read. The idea that we release kids who can't read, can't get a driver's licence, therefore can't get a bank account because they have no ID and won't get a job and will probably be picked up for a driving offence okay. almost immediately. That so is insane. That needs to change. Has done a lot of work on this, right? They uh, published a report um, just last month on best practice for youth justice facilities. Have you read that? Yes, I have. Okay, and you will know then um, some of the recommendations for facilities that work best. I'm going to read from the list. You tell me if your facilities would have this. Um, areas outside devoted to animals or cultivating vegetables. Do you imagine that your the, the facilities you're proposing would have that? Well, so I don't. I don't intend to design them at that level of detail. Okay. I think but that's you, a job I, for for corrections to do. But I suppose the objective what I'm saying is. Obje- <laughs> sorry, yeah. can I just carry on I, I, with this yeah, list, David? Get, sorry, yeah, yeah. because if you want to do something that's better than what we have, again, evidence suggests things like social workers who have academic qualifications in specialty areas are the best to deal with these young people. Will corrections officers have that? Well, it certainly it depends very much on whether corrections and their youth uh, guys that we propose would hire such people. You seem to be assuming that there's a contradiction 
between having corrections with their mandate of being both in charge of a punitive role but also a rehabilitative role uh, wouldn't do that uh, for youth offenders in their custody. Uh, what we're proposing is actually to invest more because the present approach that New Zealand is taking does not work. Uh, it's wrong of you to assume that because we want to invest more in youth justice uh, that we're not prepared to take a constructive and rehabilitative pro approach. I, I don't know where you get that assumption from, uh, but it's not a correct one. Really interesting to talk to you. Thank you for joining us. That's David Seymour, ACT leader there.